Fisherman sandals have been on a slow ascent for the past few years. I know this style is polarizing, but trust me, when styled correctly, these sandals can look super sh**. I think last season Zara really killed it with their fisherman sandals. So are you gonna keep wearing those orange huarachis? You don't like them? Unfortunately, I've been scouring the internet and none of these styles really come in men's sizes. So if you come across any, please let me know. Welcome back to Never Wrong. I'm Reed Nelson here with David and Albert. How you guys doing? Great. <laughs> better, better than I think in your apartment. There's some commotion. I apologize to everyone if it sounds like uh, my apartment is under construction. It's not my apartment. It's the sounds of tomorrow. The, the, the buildings are not wrong. They're just early. Right? The march of progress. Um... <laughs> But today we are talking about God damn it. Reed's actually driving a trash truck right now around. I feel like I'm like, yeah, like I'm recording live from a bobcat. <laughs> one of those one of those little forklifts. Mm-hmm. Um or backhoes, I should say. That'd be cool. Uh not as cool as dainty footwear is right now. Mm. I don't know if that's too broad. I don't really know if that, to be honest, is the uh, right name even for the trend. Um, I don't know if it is a trend because it is uh, a pretty large umbrella we're trying to we're trying to create here. But today we're going to be talking mostly about non-sneaker, non-loafer, non-boot, primarily leather, not like a rule, but uh, footwear. So that's Birkenstocks, clogs, sandals, Mary Janes, mules, etc. Like basically if it used to be a punchline and it doesn't look like a brunch boot, mm. um, we'll be talking about this kind of footwear. Um, so is it actually a trend as we were, or I, I guess just asked, considering the breadth of the subject matter and lack of a clear categorization? <laughs> um, I think if we keep adding styles, it absolutely can be because... Uh, there's just power numbers there, mm-hmm. but they all feel at least like kind of related. So I think it's safe enough to talk about that. Or like, if not related, they all hang out at the same bright sh- coffee shop in an area that used to scare tourists at some point. Um, and so whatever the reason, a trickle of like goofy footwear for, or dainty footwear, uh, <laughs> that we were seeing for a while became a deluge this summer. It's like a mesh top of the feet. Um, at least some people are saying that some people is me. Um, but I, I can't quite put my finger on this. It could be because the last day of every month comes with like a nice little heat record. Uh, I think August is number two. July was number one. So June number three, I don't even fucking know. Uh, I know it's very hot in just about every part of the country right now or not right now, I guess all summer, just mine right now. Um, and so uh, maybe that's the uh, reason for abandoning like heavy footwear, who's to say. But what was once like the real estate of Vans Authentics and Chuck Taylor 70s and loafers and other well-tested five-star safety grade footwear is now the playground for some funky shit, or so it would seem. Um, is there a sense of irony to it all? Probably. Uh, it's reached like an absolute mania point recently. In the way I see it, probably nostalgia and saturation has kind of fueled this, but uh, we can get into that later on, or different episode. Who knows? Point is, we're seeing Mary Janes with gym shorts, mules in the place of hard bottoms, vicious jort fisherman, fisherman sandal duets, and a lot, a lot, a lot of Birkenstocks, mostly Bostons, but uh, also the rest of them. Okay, so dainty footwear, we, we are a, a little broad, potentially, but want to, like, horn in on what we've got here. So we've got, like leather shoes that like don't have laces 
that are like a little bit gender bending, if mm-hmm. I may say so, that a lot of these are like female coded that are going more towards like men's stuff at the moment. Mm-hmm. That uh, or maybe being made in men's sizes for the first time. We got buckles, slip-ons, like mm-hmm. strappy things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if not female, then like yeah, certainly like uh, taboo coded, but or like st- stigma coded. <laughs> and we got like uh, rubber soles or hard soles on these. I, like I think, I don't think that like the sole necessarily is tantamount like i think that like because i think that like a traditional like a a lot of sandals and uh like i just think like a lot of like leather like fancy sandals are gonna be stacked leather on Mm. the sole and i don't think that like necessarily it doesn't seem to be a disqualifier from what like you know like at least like the stuff i've been seeing online i mean like i think i see like quite a bit less of that um you know, like I think sandals, like aside from the fisherman, is probably like the biggest reach on this. Like, like they probably the closest to the monocle. But yeah, so I think that like I think that gets that gets that. I don't know if we need, need to necessarily drill down on the sole, but I think laces is probably like a no go. Yeah, they're very casual. These are very much like slip on, run out the door type thing. Or not, not even run. These are not shoes for running. These are for casually strolling down to your local boulangerie. But a lot of them, I don't feel like I have like a good handle on like the historical reference, you know, when it comes to men's style, like <clears throat> some, like, you know, and your daisy, some of them seem like a thing a French, you know, fisherman would wear, right? Uh, or, a, you know, a little, a little fellow would wear. <laughs> Juice for song. Yeah. A little, little lad who loves sandals and cream. <laughs> yeah. These are shoes for little lads, certainly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, maybe, maybe Reed, you could like, you could lay out some specific models and then we could kind of, you know, get a picture of what you're describing. I think like, like Birkenstock is the, like the, the torchbearer of this, of this fundamentally. Like I think, Mm -hmm. um, and we have a Birkenstock episode that was unfortunately lost to internet, uh, that fickle, fickle beast. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think they're the torchbearer for this this group, just both in the sense that they've been d- doing, like, I mean, I guess, like, again, like, I think punchline footwear is, like, a decent way to describe it. Like, these were things that used, people used to make fun of in various capacities, like, mm-hmm. whether they were making fun of, like, your fucking goofy-ass uncle or, you know, like, the granola, like, set with the Birkenstocks, like, it's just like, I think that there's like, there's something that's like fundamentally, uh, or like formerly stigmatized about these. That's, that's fascinating to me at least. Like, I don't really know what that says, but, um, they're, they're all punchlines, but they're not all the same bit. Like they're, no, 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 they're all different bits. Yeah. Every one of them is a different punchline. Like that's like my favorite part about this. It's like the Island of misfit fucking toys. But, um, I think that's like sort of what in a lot of ways what's drawing it together for me in mm-hmm. in a lot of ways um mm-hmm. but yeah I mean Birkenstock is definitely the torchbearer on this like not only are they the most popular but I do feel feel like if you had told like you know like anyone who is like caught in the midst of the fucking like hyper sneaker ification of footwear you know like over the course of like that 15 years that like you'd see a very large proportion of dudes in cities during the day, just wearing clogs. They'd be like, uh, maybe, I don't know what the fuck, you know, like, I think that's like, I think it's crazier. It, it's crazy. Like, I mean, crazier than it happened. It's like fucking who gives a shit. But like, I do think that it's like, that is like a bigger shift than, than it probably deserves. Like gets credit for just because they've been around for so long and they've been like this, they've been very visible culturally for so long, even if it was negative, for many of those years or at least like goofy for many of those years. So I think that like, uh, yeah, like, but, but I do think that, yeah, once that became, uh, now then mules came and now like ALD is making a fucking fisherman sandal, which was sort of the, I guess the tipping point 
in a lot of ways for for that. And then like Mary Jane's, like Prada's Mary Jane, which we'll get into. Um, it's like if they're making that, I assume they're selling it. You know, it's like we're like regardless of whether it'll look good, we will see it on feet. Um, there'll be people trying to pull that one off. So Gerald could. Um, oh, for shout sure. Out Gerald Ortiz. Yeah. Um, who's been running Mary Jane's all summer, but um, but yeah. So it's just like I feel like there's something about like the formerly made fun of footwear now sort of rising to prominence, which is I think the case with a lot of like it's like almost like the last like frontier of that for, for clothes in a weird way, like pleated pants were a punchline for a while. Right. Until like 2016, 17, like maybe even 15, I think is like when I got my or slower beams pleats that were like, I was like, I don't know, man, I think these are kind of sick. I don't know why people keep clowning these. Um, but like, you know, like, and then I feel like polos were like made fun of for a really long time up top or like, I mean, there's an entire episode of girls. that's like, centers around a mesh shirt um you know like that in not like a great way i think or like not like a this is an awesome garment kind of way and now it's just like kind of how everyone dresses um in mesh tops or whatever not necessarily like girls just wearing a mesh top with nothing underneath like she does but um bucket hats were pretty like now you'll still get made fun of for wearing a bucket hat if you look like a goof and there's high goof probability in bucket hats but it's like you know like i don't know i feel like there's like a lot of these like at least like parts of our body that have that were once dorky or like just yeah i don't know i don't really know how further to describe it but like footwear was sort of like the last frontier in that capacity sure well let's let's see some options so i started off with the solover mary janes the patent shiny motherfuckers shit um these things are insane uh you don't need to get the the shiniest the shiniest of them. They got the they got a greasy one. I don't really know like the different like Albert. You know Solvair better yeah. than I do. Mm-hmm. There's like a greasy and a glossy, right? Yeah, or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So yeah, currently, currently theirs are going to make you look <laughs> like like you should have white tights and like a Christmas dress on. <laughs> <laughs> the the black greasy is kind of hard though because it's not yeah that one i don't know but the patent leather that's that's a little lad that loves sandals and cream <laughs> i think you gotta lean into it the like the greasy you know like having handled both of them like we, we sold them together over at heddles mm-hmm. like and have dealt with the high shine and the Black Greasy, I feel like you got to go and like signal helicopters with these things um, <laughs> with the high shine mm-hmm. that just like fully announce like this is what I'm doing. Sort of like what we talked about with jorts. You got to lean into it mm-hmm. in order to to break through that wall. Yeah, there is part of it that like that you don't want to dull down. Like if you're going to do the, the goofy footwear, or, like the dainty footwear, then it's like, yo, be dainty. Like, yeah. just, just like fucking own it. Like, don't worry about being like, oh, well, this is the most toned down version. Like, I'm not saying like run a purple patent or like jellies or something like that. If that's not the, what you're feeling, but it's like, yeah, some high shine is actually pretty sick. Yeah. I'd say this is someone who's like mask presenting, trying to do this, but, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who is Mary Jane? Is there a titular Mary and or a Jane that wore this sandal and like created this sandal? Yeah, they were feuding families. No, um, so they used to be called bar shoes, I guess, in the late 1800s. Um, primarily worn, almost like exclusively worn by children uh, and more boys than girls. Um, despite them being, I guess, like, I guess feminine coded. I don't, I don't really know. Nor do I care because I like the shoe. Um, nah, but yeah, so they were originally called bar shoes, but in like the early 1900s, there was a comic strip called Buster Brown which kind of started the entire like funnies page or whatever you want to call that page that's what I called them there was Buster Brown comic and it was Buster and Mary Jane Brown were the characters it was written by a dude named Richard Felton Outcult I think you say is how you say it they call him the father of the Sunday comic strip um, and in like 1904 he just started licensing the absolute shit out of that comic strip 
just like 200 licenses or something uh, came out of that. But one of them was to the Brown Shoe Company, um, which had a pretty famous jingle. I will not do... Uh, I won't make anyone listen to me sing it, but we can link that one out. Uh, Does your shoe have a boy inside? What a funny place for a boy to hide. Does your shoe have a dog there too? A boy and a dog and a foot in a shoe. Yeah, uh, it's just like it. it's a boy and a dog and a foot in a shoe. Um, but the Brown Shoe Company called them Mary Janes, um, named after the character, because both Buster and Mary Jane in the comic strip wore them. And so... Mm. And the comic strips, like the author of it, Richard Outcult, uh, his daughter was also named. He named Mary Jane in the comic after his daughter. They so, are very easy to draw shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like they're almost, it's like almost like art becoming life in a weird way. Like, <laughs> Who wants they to exist, draw laces? <laughs> they existed prior to, but I don't know. I feel like they're like they probably became very like ubiquitous in part because it's like, I don't know, we see them in the comics. That's how a little kid looks. Hmm. Also easy for kids to like who maybe couldn't tie their shoes, just like put a mm-hmm. buckle in, just uh, grip it and rip it. So, yeah, you know, I mean, you could just yeah ramp that thing down, pull it up if you're if your you know feet are feeling a little tight. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so they were mostly kid shoes for for years and years and years. Uh, in like the eighties and nineties, they started doing them for women a little bit um, and a few for men. But recently. You could just uh, you can find like actually like dude sized ones. So like uh, friend of the pod Gerald Ortiz over at GQ um, has like three or four different pairs at this point. I think most of those are probably just like bigger women sizes because he wanted to figure them out. Like ones a pair of sneakers, like Mary Jane style. I don't know. They're they're all pretty cool. Um, but yeah, there's quite a few brands that are that are dipping their toes into these waters, uh, including Prada, which has a $1,200 brushed leather. Um, it's only got like a little side logo. Like I kind of wanted it to have a bigger hit, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, unless the back's got, no, there's like, there's no shield anywhere or triangle. Um, but they are pretty, they're actually pretty fucking cool. Um, if you've got $1,200 that you absolutely have to spend on leather footwear getting back to the solivare one I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of gender normative nature in there is that the the patent leather one only goes up to a men's nine and a half mm. but the greasy leather goes all the way to a 15 mm. what are you trying to tell us solivare i could yeah. wear them still like i could uh, wear them also still like the the hospital shoes <laughs> i do feel like at some point you're gonna either have too much shoe or too much hole like I do think that there's something That's life, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's sometimes, sometimes you the shoe, sometimes you the hole. Um no, but like the cutout is either gonna get too big or there's just gonna be like too much fucking leather after no. a certain like I don't think you want boats like if like for like Mary Jane boats. Like I don't think you want like size twelve Mary Janes. Like not to exclude the big the big footed out there, but I just feel like there are certain shoes that start looking worse. The bigger oh, 100%. they get. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. I, I, I think about that with a lot. I mean, and that's something we're going to, all of these styles are going to be playing with the daintiness and <clears throat> the like, I mean, cause Solivare is also making their kind of like the tough version of the Mary Jane with that thick lugged sole and like, and the heavy duty leather and hardware. So it's an interesting like interplay between these themes. And I feel like it would be kind of, it might not look the best agreed if it was super big. If there's anyone out there who has some Mary Janes in like a size 12 and a half that would like to mm-hmm. like to dispute this, uh, please. Send us a foot pic. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or don't. <laughs> yeah, reads on New York Women's Foot Patrol. <laughs> Cut that. Anyone Never listening, send Reed a picture of your feet. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> don't want that. I don't want that. I swear to God. If that shit starts happening, <laughs> blaming you. Um, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, next one we got is Fisherman Sandal in here. Particularly the the Pacific from Paraboot is my favorite. It kind of looks like an exoskeleton. 
mm-hmm. in a weird way, but I really do like it. Um, I like the, the Ripple Soul is just like it actually. I'm like, oh yeah, like this makes sense as a like as a a grippy piece of summer footwear. So I like that about it. Um, a lot of these like feel like you're just gonna be slipping and sliding the slightest bit of uh, precipitation moisture. These feel like yeah. like a, a shoe. I wouldn't have had as a fancy version, but it feels like this is a shoe my mom would have bought for me, like like a like a, but like a kind of like synthetic version of this, and I would have been so embarrassed as a kid to wear them. <laughs> like Albert, I think you may have just unlocked this entire trend that it is like driven by a subconscious desire <laughs> to be embarrassed by our mothers. <laughs> <laughs> and uh we we we've missed out on that for so many years <laughs> and now <laughs> now now we want it back they're making rugby shirts too like rugby shirts are popping too which i feel like was just like the thing that every kid wore on fucking picture day in the 90s like you'd wear your rugby shirt to school and just be like god damn it i'm in a collar today well, why am i in a collar today so we've all flown too close to the sun. You know, we've all like be- made ourselves look too good of our own, our own agency. And now we're like, we need to be, you know, <laughs> no matter how many like issues of Popeye you read, no matter how many essence sales you trawl, like mom knew best. And uh, we, we just got to go back. Or that's who's like, you know, dictating those things too. Cause it's like, that's where you're going to find the best fishermen. Like they had the pair of crazy ass ones from the row and the essence sale, man. Those were great. Mm-hmm. Again, not for me, but if you were looking for fishermen sandals, I was like, that was, I feel like those are the ones. Yeah. I feel like there's also a, a subgenre of like extremely like scary, stoic guy, like middle-aged guy from the middle East that wears these. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, absolutely, and for sure, Russian mob. Yeah, like, that's like his like Caspian Sea vacation shoe. Mm, yeah, it was yeah. like I had a uh, a friend in high school whose dad like left Iran in like 1976 and never went back. And he, I only heard him like say maybe like three words in the entire like eight years I knew this guy. And like he wore those shoes. Like if it was if there wasn't snow on the ground, he was wearing these. A, sto- a stoic, a stoic man sandal. Mm-hmm. And what do we got up next, Reed? We have uh, huaraches, specifically uh, the Monadoli, uh produced Chamula. Chamula is the brand, but uh, it's mm-hmm. like all under Medco. Uh, Chamula Cancun in natural leather, which are twenty percent off at uh, No Man Walks Alone in a few sizes. If you're still. If you're still That's a very good price. Horaches. Yeah, right? 132 Made in Mexico. Fucking sick. And pro tip, buy them a full size down from your sneaker size. Because both of you guys have more. I'm just going to throw it right over. But uh, for those at home, horaches do date back to pre-Columbia Mexico when they were just made from thin strips of leather that were strapped to a leather sole. But in the 30s when uh, tires kind of started bouncing around. Um, Huarache makers started putting rubber from the tires on the soles to give some traction. And while most of those makers aren't ripping up old tires for outsoles anymore, the rubber part did stick. Uh, in most cases, it's probably, I don't even know. I'm sure there's like plenty of leather sold ones out there, but it's definitely more common to see just like rubber on the bottom. Love them. No complaints. Can't, uh, don't have a bad thing to say about them, but... <laughs> Yeah, I as as long time listeners will know that I had a pair of still have a pair of the tire sold ones that I got like straight from Mexico that were like I mean I think this is the the flip side of these because like they're generally like Mexican like worker shoes or like farmer shoes in Mexico and here they've been like transmorphed into a form so that people like us can wear them without bleeding and I got the I got the real deal and like my feet bled in these things for like a few weeks before I just totally soaked them in coconut oil like over and over and over again any oil I had in my apartment at the time um, and now they, they've broken and we love each other but the, the it, it took some blood sweat and tears to, to get through them <laughs> hardest break in process of my life is someone that like exclusively wears denim and like difficult leather footwear yeah i feel like 
just like self-flagellation with clothes is kind of your trademark. It's like this, this is, it's hilarious that this is like your Moby Dick. Yeah. Like those, those were your, your fucking old man in the old man in the Hurache moment. <laughs> They're intense, but you know, we, we made it through. Um, yeah. Albert, how, what was your experience like with them? I, I mine was not as, uh, I have this exact <laughs> pair. It was not as dramatic. Uh, I ended up, mine are a little big, unfortunately, because I went to the Rose Bowl once and I got, so these, the Shamula, I like a lot. I got a pair of the actual Monitaly ones at the Rose Bowl and the guys, they were like, oh yeah, they stretch so much. You'll want like a size like nine and a half or something. And I was like, okay. And then that didn't happen and they're, they f- are so, they were so painful and tight that I couldn't wear them. So, uh, but I like these a lot and they are very dainty. They're, they are very, <laughs> they're such like a pointy little toe. And yeah, they got um, the pointiest toe. I feel like that's like, there's another one uh, who does them. And I mean, who I appreciate that they're closed toe. Like I'm cause some of them like kind of wedge all your toes out the front and I don't really want that, but, um, mine do that. Yeah. Which just like is just asking for gravel to go in that like opening and never escape. Ah, Nisolo. Nisolo. They also do one that's not bad. Um, Yeah, I do think that the closed toe on this though is like slightly misleading because if you stub it, you you might as well not have anything. I I was just going to, really quickly before we, if we jump back to that, like I feel like the huaraches are easier to wear because they're just they have such like a rustic woven quality to them and even though they are dainty it's like there's this kind of like oh i threw on these sandals and i'm running out to get whatever whereas like the mary janes are like really salt like well constructed they're much more intentional which i guess you're saying if you're gonna run them you gotta go all in but if you're like me and you're kind of on the outside uh that is fine are those yours Dude. Yeah, these are the ones I've got. But as you're saying, Albert, I feel like there's the distinction between some of these shoes that I would say is like the can crush test. Could you crush like an empty can of Coke with with these uh, with like this pair of footwear? And I feel like Hiraches, it's like it's on the bubble. The Mary Janes, absolutely. Fisherman sandals, probably not. So fisherman sandals, you probably could crush a can. Although, like, yeah, again, depending on the variation, like, you'd probably want to be pretty intentional about what part of your foot you're throwing Mm -hmm. down on the can. Like, if you hit the arch, you might be in some pain. Fair. Just how much you want it. Yeah, you know, it's just how much much, and how flat you want that can. (laughs) I do think, though, what's cool about the Horace, uh, at least to me, is it kind of works as, like, a heat wave loafer. Where it yeah, does look sure. good as a loafer substitute with just about like like you can run it with a suit um, at a wedding if it's going to be dumb hot and I think it looks to me a little bit better than a like barefoot uh, like or at least that Chamula one like David's are a little bit more rugged like that's like a work shoe um, but the ones that you can find that are like a little bit more yeah like I don't really know what to call it dantified. Uh, the Chamulos or the Nisolos or stuff like that. I do think like it looks to me better barefoot than a loafer, which I don't think looks bad barefoot, but I'm not like one Agreed. of those like you have to wear a side. It's like mm-hmm. fine. Just like, if you want to wear fucking loafers barefoot, fine. Um, it doesn't and, look and bad a, on everyone. A Warache looks really good with like a wide leg pant, I think. Like awesome. something that kind of yeah, swallows it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And then like, you know, it's like, yeah, you can crop it a little bit too without feeling like or like roll it a little bit too, you know, like if you want, I, I just think it's like a good semi-formal that can level itself up pretty easy footwear option for the summertime. All right. Next on the list, uh, category wise, let's just do Greek sandals. I don't know if people are running these. I feel like I see people like, just like these, like they are what you think they are. Like they're just like, there's multiple straps, but like, it's usually just like a couple on the forefoot, maybe something holding in the back. They're pretty minimal. They like, if you wore it with a toga, people would be like, you life of Brian head ass motherfucker. Um, but I feel like I see like some advanced, like advanced folks TM 
on Instagram running these things in the summer. Like Aaron Levine's like a pretty big sandals uh, advocate, I feel like, you know, like, but I, I mean, I can't really tell if these like ones are to be included, but uh, stores definitely thought they were because there was a ton to check out uh, at some point this year. And so, yeah, these were, these are, these to me, like I probably closest or like another one that's a little bit closer to the monocle. These ones that you linked, I like them. They're like black tie Tevas. Yeah. That they're a bit more formal. These are my formal um, Tevas. But <laughs> yeah, they're 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 clean. It's like you know, if you go to like a Chaco wedding, this would be what they would be wearing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they look I've... very comfortable and very supple. I don't know the context in which I would wear them though. As you said, like higher skill level, definitely. This is the, uh, oh, the Orpheus one. Wait, which one is this one? Yeah, and then SLP does one too. That's like pretty cool. That's a little different. That's strappier. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ancient Greek sandals. You know, when someone says, I think of like the like, you know, really strappy ones that like women wear, like the gladiator kind of style. Mm-hmm. Um, but those haven't made their way into men's so much. These are more like the gladiator Banassi's or like the Adelet gladiate. Like if, you know, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like their post fight situation, <laughs> like when they're doing their ice bath mm-hmm. <laughs> afterwards, they slide into these. <laughs> Walk into yeah, the bathhouse. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. The Bitcoin powered bathhouse that we have in Williamsburg. Um, all right, I think next we can get into the Birkenstocks. Mm-hmm. And I think nice. within those Birkenstocks, we can kind of like talk about both the 316 Mule, which I really do like just on, I have the black pair, um, warm to a wedding. They're awesome. Just like mm-hmm. the black leather one. They did mm-hmm. do a slate blue one with Mule Boys that it's also really good. It's got a white sole that I just like. I don't own them, but I like them. Um, and then also the Marnie Dada is so fucking sick. I love that shoe so much, which is basically like a Birkenstock with a rubber toe cover and a heel strap. Mm-hmm. Or a Boston with a rubber toe and a heel strap. It's kind of like the Bedrock Sandals mountain clogs that I have, but um, just a Marnie version. Yeah, it's like off-road Birkenstocks. Yeah, that I don't think you'd want to take off-road because, again, they're Marnie. Mm-hmm. They're very expensive, very pricey. Um, and you could probably include dollars. You could probably include the King Kennedy mules in these ones as well, the ones made out of rugs. Those are incredible. Those are, like, my favorite. Like Those are one of those, like, it's just, like, I want, I don't know what I would do with those, but I want them so badly. Like, I'd, I would wear them, I'm sure, but, like, like that means, but, like, I just want them so bad. I don't know why or what I need them for, but I need them. <laughs> Those are for my friend's stoic dad who, like, probably came from the region the rugs were sourced. Hell yeah. <laughs> he has way more stake to wear. No, like, I just, like, I think they're, like, 850. They'll probably go up if they get more popular, too, right? Like, he'll probably be able to fetch a little bit more if he's actually selling them at 850, which is nuts. But those are also ones where it's, like, you can at least sort of see where the money is going into them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, I have no idea why the Marnie Dada is 850. It's it's nine ninety five. It's nine ninety five. Okay, see, like I don't know why. Like you could explain yeah. to me a million ways. Like that dude is like I'm like fucking like like doing like extraction missions with rugs from from the like cashmere zone. I feel like uh, for the Marnie one, like a thousand dollars is a is a good tax you should have to pay in order to wear these. <laughs> I kind of, is that what we're just considering? Like the capital F yeah. stuff right now? It's just a tax you're paying. Yeah. You must have this much disposable income to, to ride these shoes. <laughs> to ride this particular green. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know what to call that green. It's like a Listerine bottle, but it's not what's inside the Listerine. <laughs> it's the cap. <laughs> yeah. The pinks are pretty good too. It's a good shoe. I mean, I think I think the shape they like really knocked it out. And Dior does a really good one too. That's like basically <laughs> the same one as that. 
I, the Dior one, I have no idea how much that one is. I didn't even put it in there because you'd made fun of me. <laughs> the styling on the, the pink one on Essence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Yeah, the the pants are fine, but it's just like double-breasted, like green leather jacket with like a mohair V-neck, and like a a a man purse, a gold man purse. That's the that's the issue. It's like to be honest, like everything else is not good, but it's the man purse that's really like it's tough because it's slung, it's slung like Robin Hood, <laughs> like a quiver yeah, of the, arrows. The green and and uh, tan aren't helping that uh, that visual. Like, for all we know, it's not even a bag. It could just be like this, like, like you could just be running like a like a belly belt over his shoulder, like a crossbody situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like this at all. Yo, it would be so fun to style for Essence for just like three days. Because <laughs> on the care. fourth day, you they... lose your mind. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 for sure. For sure. But like, for three days, you're sitting there. Just not even worrying about getting approval on 400 looks at a time. You know, you're just like, like at some point you're just like, you're just asking people. It's like, it's the fucking like manatee thing from fucking South Park. Like where it's just like, you're just like putting shit together. Like fucking William Burroughs in the mid sixties, cutting up his shit and gluing it back to you. Like you could just like, you could just be like, we're going to do this, 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 and this. And everyone's like, have you seen what it looks like on? And it's like, I don't care. I you don't would care. be completely free. You would, yeah. You would never think again about anything you did. It's just like for better it's or like worse, Jackson. You're just throwing shit at a canvas at that point. Just like who cares? Yeah. You have like a whole bunch of rope, like just gaunt six foot three, hundred thirty pound <laughs> models. <laughs> yeah, size twenty eight waist somehow. <laughs> 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 like. You're sitting there being like, it's like, it's I don't know. Rules. I got a trans, yeah, I got a translucent vest and a fucking headdress. <laughs> like, I got to figure out how to work this in. Anyways. um, So yeah, getting into Birkenstocks, we won't go into the history of Marnie or clogs or anything like that. Clogs go back for forever. Uh, but Birkenstocks in that regard, 1774 is the actual date, which is older than the Declaration of Independence, but not as old as the Boston Tea Party. Um, cool. I don't know if they're related. Yeah, I don't know if they're related. Uh, but, but, uh, despite centuries in the industry, Birkenstock, um, I feel like it's own genre of footwear. It's like Kleenex. Um, they didn't really start making entire shoes until 1962 um but it has been like an unapologetic purveyor of orthopedic health i should say for like literal centuries it persisted itself as a maker of health products rather than pieces of fashion um which is kind of interesting considering the route they've taken today collaborating with like every single fashion house on the planet including dior um but they started with Sandals Madrid in 1962, the Zurich, which is no longer available, and then the Arizona came in 1971, and then they did their clog, the Boston, in 1979, uh, offering year-round orthopedic nirvana. Um, but yeah, and Birkenstocks are Birkenstocks. You guys don't need to review them. Can you buy them now? Yeah, they're back. I feel I feel like they figured out the supply. I mean, I'm sure like they're gonna actually like they're gonna like, bankrupt themselves because now they have too many Birkenstocks, you know. Mm. And on the it's sand like, or Boston, Boston, the sand Boston, you can only buy like maybe a third of the sizes on there. Oh, really? Site, which like is the shoe? I feel like there's like there's like uh, multi brands though, like third party sellers now that have them back in stock. Mm. Although I need a new pair. I'm like about to run through my fucking soles again. <laughs> what do you think your life would be like if they had never invented the Birkenstock Bostons? That's a really good question. I feel like I'd be okay. <laughs> you know, it's like out there you, in the Marnies. <laughs> yeah, how do you like how do you how do you sort of like wrap your head around a? Because like, I wouldn't know about about Bostons for a long time. I kind of derided them, uh, or at least Birkenstocks. I was like, that ain't for me. I do sneakers. Um, but cool, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you yeah, know, that is very like weird to think about because they have basically been on my feet every day since like, like probably a decade now or close to 
In Germany, the Boston's are the house shoe and the Arizona's the outdoor shoe, like canonically, right? This requires a German field trip for us to, to catch a German outside in their Boston's. So, Reed, which of these do you have? I'm mostly like a mule clog claw guy, I think. I've got I've got Arizona's, I've got Boston's from Birkenstock. I've got the three sixteen mules. I'm looking at my I'm like literally staring over at shoes right now. Um Ooh, I got these weird little house shoes. Those are like the daintiest thing I'm wearing them right now. They're great. Uh, I got them at Front Street General. I don't know what they're called or who makes them. I'll figure it out. We can put them in the notes. They're like 20 bucks. They're so fuck. Maybe they're more than that. Maybe like 30. I don't know. They're leather. They're so fucking comfortable. Um, I, I've always wanted the needles smoking slipper. I think they're great. Um, I don't look good in them, which is why I've never bought them. But it doesn't change the fact that I've wanted them for years. And uh, I'm getting increasingly sold on... I, I've always... Like, I also want a pair of uh, the... The Chimulas. Mm. The Horaches? Yeah. Join us. Yeah. Well, um, which one about... What about you, David? Which ones you got? Um... As we discussed, I've got my uh, S&M Horaches. Uh, I've got Birkenstock, Boston's, and Sand Suede, although I've had these for like eight years, and I wear them occasionally. I'm not nearly as much of a uh, apostle as you read. And I've got the like EVA plastic um, uh, Arizonas, but I don't really know if those count. Those are, Those are not dainty. Those are... Those are like a bath loofah. Um, yeah, I, I think that's, that's as deep as I go on these. Yeah, Albert, uh, you, you, you rake it in somewhere in between, I would guess. I'm about the same as you, David. I, I have, I have um, old Bostons I don't really wear. I have the Huaraches, the Chamula ones that I like, and I do wear more often because I think, yeah, I don't like where I really don't like wearing a, a loafer without socks. And this though, I feel like is cool to do that. And with a big trouser, like you can wear them to the bar when it's hot or something, or just wear them to the grocery store. Um, and then, I mean, I have like regular sandals, a handful, but I'd never wear them. Like I've been gifted Tevas. I was gifted some like outdoor voices collab sandal. And I don't really wear any of that. Chacos, Chacos, whatever they call them. But not really like, I don't have any like little fancy buckled little lad shoes. Um, <laughs> Do you wish you did? Because um, now I'm kind of wishing I did. Maybe that's the category we'll call them now, little lad shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I really, I feel like for a, lo- a lot of, a lot of uh, the stuff that I like to wear, I like to have a really f- strong like historical image of kind of what this thing has been. And I don't have a ton of, you know, like a, a, a fancy French fellow, you know, like that's the only thing I can think of really. I mean, also it's like with the, you know, what it's kind of like Tio core, which is cool. I can get into that, but um, I don't know <laughs> the other stuff. I, I have, a, yeah. Fishman sandals, the pair of boots, like that's kind of tough for me. I don't know if I can get there. Clogs, I could probably get into, but the other stuff, I don't know. Teal core is tight. Like you run like some just big old fucking creased cuffed, like the giant chino and like a guayabara. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Just like and a straw hat. Just fucking run it, dude. Uh-huh. Like that is, that is a week, that's a week in Puerto Rico right there every day. <laughs> Just yeah. thin out your mustache by half and and pack of smokes and a coffee. Yeah, paper sounds great. <sighs> Are any of them? So I'm guessing then the Horace is your favorite, Albert. Which one's your favorite, David? Mm, probably Horace, but like I would totally go for a pair of Mary Janes if uh, given the opportunity. Now I feel like the they seem like a good Los Angeles shoe. Um, I don't know what kind of break-in you would get on them, but, and you can go socks or no socks. It seems very mm-hmm. versatile, but yeah, you got to lean into it. I don't really know that the pant options that would work with it. 
as like shorts and Mary Janes. Like I'm not at that skill level yet, unless I had like maybe bunched up uh, white tube socks. Yeah, I mean you got to go high contrast with the holes, the cutouts mm-hmm. on the Mary Jane. Like I feel like that is also part of it. Like that's why most of them come in black. I feel like 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 dark because then you can go white sock. Yeah, and just like create the full on like. I feel like if you're running, yeah, you got to figure out a way. Like you don't want to do same color sock. Like you don't want to go like brown yeah. and brown. That'd be weird. You know, like sock brown shoe in the Mary Jane, even though you might do that in a loafer. You know those Oakley shoes that everybody's wearing right now? And they're kind of like Mary Jane's a little bit. Like they have like holes in them. Do you know the ones I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. The what the fuck are they called? Um, Brain Dead. Is doing their yeah, like yeah. Um, they like sort of like a jungle mock, kind of, kind of. But they have like a, they have a cutout, I think. Birkenstock used to run. Uh, they're called the Chop Saws. Yeah. Um, Birkenstock used to do an actual Mary Jane, like Boston. Mm-hmm. I know a couple people who have it, and I wish I could find it. Do they, they make do gibbets anymore, for Mary Janes? I think that might put me over the edge, dude. I, I mean, I Missed think the only thing standing in the way, be, the only thing standing in the way between you and your Mary Jane gibbets is you, right? Yeah, there, if I could I get a you... berries gibbet and a cream gibbet. Well, it's interesting because like the, the design elements we're talking about, then it's a slippery slope to then like to like wading shoes or uh, river yeah. shoes or what water shoes. That's hydromox. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Nike used to do like the Air Drift, which is like both a tabby toe and a Mary Jane upper. Mm-hmm. It's like those are or Air Rift, Air Rift Two. And as long as we're on the topic of tabbies and Mary Janes, are you guys up to the minute on the the woman getting her tabbies stolen? Tabby swiper. Yeah. Oh yes. I know her. No, I, I know her. You do you, you? Do you swipe her tabbies? I did. <laughs> No, you, you're Josh. You currently have a cat that's not yours in your possession. You're, yeah. you're clearly a tabby swiper. <laughs> no, I met her in New York. It was. I'm glad she got her got her viral moment from all this bullshit. <laughs> I mean, have we talked about why the why of it all? Like why this is happening now, and besides wanting to be humiliated by your mom. And I think I came to the conclusion that like laces are for chumps uh, several years ago. And the the rest of the world is, is maybe coming around to that. And mm-hmm. like post-COVID things of like, oh, I want something that's like comfy and noticeable. Sort of for the same reasons that mm-hmm. uh, on clouds um, came about that are like it looks different and it's new to me. And also mm-hmm. with jorts of like you sort of really have to go for it mm-hmm. uh, in order to make it work. And that maybe it has some uh, tougher masculine identity to it in the past that we're subverting now in in wearing them. Mm -hmm. There's like the fisherman sandal, the horace, um, even the the, like the clog has some like workwear background. I guess the Mary Jane's the only one that doesn't. But Mm -hmm. like us wearing them in 2023 with like computer jobs is... Some stolen valor, but like also like a wink while you're doing it. Yeah, because it's it's so far gone that it's like no one can be taken seriously in wearing these either. It, deeply unserious, like like yeah. jorts. Yeah, I mean the interesting thing about the Mary Janes that we've looked at though is a lot of them have that workwear soul on them to give that little mm-hmm. bit of shit kicker quality. This one really came out of left field for me, and it felt like it sometimes felt a little contrived, like the way it felt. I mean, all the fisherman sandal talk that throwing fits did was sort of like, we're making this a thing. This is going to be a thing. And like, I feel like for years now, I've seen some of the more eccentric dressers I know trying to rock Mary Janes. And I think it makes sense that that Gerald can do it because he's so well-rounded and he doesn't like ever wear like a costume. Um, I've seen guys that are very like, who wear very like period clothing, like try and wear them. And that just is kind of become sort of silly costumey. But if you're like wearing it with a pretty contemporary and, you know, well-rounded wardrobe, it would just probably blend in better. Um, 
but yeah, the majority, vast majority of the stuff is not anything that I'm that interested in. I could see the merits of it, but not really anything that I care for, especially. Mm. Minus, minus Burks, minus Huaraches. Crucial asterisk. There's this book I read a while ago about gentrification, which I don't really know if it was, has anything to do with that, but it was called The Edge Becomes the Center, which is a good title. Um, for a book about just about anything, I feel like, about like momentum building culture-wise. Mm-hmm. We're stealing that um, tagline. Right? <laughs> um, but I do think like, particularly when I was writing through that fashion week thing or the market week piece, um, but applying it like through here, I guess, like I do think that like, it's not a specific type of like esoteric like reference point. Like there's not like a single, like, yeah, like there's like. These are coconut man shoes is what I'm hearing. Yeah, kind of. Like, I think that these are like, this is, but it's like less like Coconut Man. I think it's just like some, for some folks, I think it works like really well. And I think for, for other people, it just sort of fits into the fact that like, you're supposed to be going broader and broader Mm. with the clothes you're wearing, the more you get into clothes, like where, you know, like, and eventually, of course, like it always does. Like, there's always like this, like sort of build up and then like downswing that everyone has, like every single person's relationship with clothes, right? Sometimes there's like multiple peaks and valleys here, but it's like, usually you don't give a shit and then you start caring and then you go through like this thing. And then eventually like, you're just like, well, I really only like these four things. And so... I love those four things, but like that's, and then, you know, you like, you move on from there, but it's like, I've, I do think that within like, yeah, those like peaks, people are definitely taking like bigger and bigger and weirder swings. And the footwear was really, really boring for a really, really long time. And I don't think people, it's like one of those things we don't really think about, right? Like where it's like, the, like sneakers were so important for so many people for so long that I think that people thought they were thinking more about the sneakers than they were. But in like reality, it was just like one of like a few different silhouettes for a really, really long time with like subtle variations. And we were thinking a lot about our other parts of our outfit or at least like how to work those things out kind of deal. And now I think, yeah, it's like, maybe it's just like footwear is definitely a place where you can get a little bit weird and and like the brands are providing it. So yeah, I don't have a good answer as to why it's happening now though. I think everything's just weirder. I feel like whenever we talk about this stuff, there's like two different groups of people that we're, we have to consider. And like one group is like regular people. And then the other group is people who are in our industry and like interested in this stuff. And I think for those people and the people that have to like churn out fit picks and churn out, like I'm on the next wave, like the pressure to be on the next wave, like, this feels this feels like it's an industry plant like for those people to me in some way like I need new shit for my fit picks I need to be on the next wave and in some it, I mean may, maybe this will be like a lot of things like this will be like loop pants or this will be like knit polos where it's like you said it's the edge becomes a center this is something that we're kind of like okay and then in a few years everyone's going to have a pair of Mary Janes in their closet but for now, it feels like it's not for the people. It's like for the people who tell the people what to wear. Yeah, it feels like it's for the buyers. Mm-hmm. Like like when I was like walking around Market Week, like there was like definitely like there were two for them, one for me or whatever. Like the fucking Hollywood, one for you, one for me. Like the Hollywood thing where it was like a lot of those racks you could tell were like things that were like definitely going to move. And then there were the other things where it's like designers were having fun or whatever product teams were having fun and like they were to ha- they were like definitely to get the buyer's attention but they were not going to move to like mm-hmm. but i do think mm-hmm. that like yeah if you're if you've been buying solivair for 5 years or whatever mm-hmm. and you've been looking at a line sheet that doesn't fucking change and all of mm-hmm. a sudden there's a fucking mary jane on there like i i do think that you know like that's definitely for you know the buyer it's for Again, the person who's had Solivares for five years now, you know, mm-hmm. like if you work at the Noah store and whatever, and it's like, oh yeah, shit, I've, you know, I could figure out this silhouette. It's pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't seem to have a ton of like, it ain't Bella Hadid wearing Sambas mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, like where mm-hmm. it's got like that type of like crossover effect def- or it doesn't seem like it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say this about, like, in that regard, where it was, like, 
people were like, like they were like unafraid to make fun of baggy washed jeans as like recently as 2019 people were clowning on like my fucking jeans, like pre COVID. <laughs> like, like we had this like fucking intern who used to always just be like, he'd always be like, are those Jenkos? Where was I the other day that had Alex mill just has vintage five Oh ones on the rack mm-hmm. and vintage five fifties silver tabs mm-hmm. and shit. And it's like, damn. Okay. Like everyone does this now. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I don't know if Mary Jane's are the style, like, you know, I mean, cause it's not like military cargos are fucking everywhere. You know, it's like, those are still f- at vintage stores and surplus stores and a couple brands are doing them. But, um, but yeah, I do see, definitely see a world in which like we look back in a few years and we're like, oh yeah, I forgot those were weird. Mm-hmm. Like, like I forgot that like, you know, like that was like definitely like something you didn't see mm-hmm. all the time. And then there's just that anxiety you feel about like, you know, when Sambas were getting big, it's like, is this, go- is this just going to die? And am, am I going to feel stupid in two years that I didn't buy in or, but for me, I'm going to say, yeah, I'm going to stick to my guns on this one for now. Or on the flip side, am I going to feel stupid in three months for buying in? Yeah. Like the ALD 550, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like all of a sudden those became a signifier of something completely different. Where and it was you just were like, oh boy. I mean, you were on that. You knew that was coming, I think, before a lot of people read with the ALD. Yeah. I mean, I was called, I think I called him the fedora of footwear. Like, just because it was just like, I could see it. It was bubbling. It was too exciting. It was like, see, like the cool thing I will say about like a thing like the Mary Jane or the fisherman sandal, where like it for sure is an industry plant, like in the sense where it's like, like stop trying to make fetch happen or whatever. Like it's like the industry is like, like it's definitely like insiders trying to push that thing out or like the edge trying to bring it to the center, whatever you want, whichever way you want to pull that. Um, but I do think that there's like definitely like the Boston's the problem, like fundamentally, like, is it such a good, like it's such an easy shoe to wear for everybody. Mm-hmm. And like, as long as you're not wearing like stick skinny jeans, it's going to like look good on in most circumstances. looks good with shorts, looks good with pants, mm-hmm. like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that it was like pretty easy for folks to adopt. I feel like you're going to have to still work to figure out, like, even if you come up with the most accessible look in Mary Jane, like you're still going to have to look work for that a little bit. Same with the fisherman mm-hmm. sandal, or at least have like some sort of confidence in, in But, it. but then that, the, uh, the plus side, I think what that also means is that, yeah, not, not every f- random finance guy is going to pick these up and <laughs> drive them into the ground. So. Well, hypothetical here or like random shot. Are these the Hey Dude for people who think they're better than Hey Dude? I feel like it, it, it checks a lot of the same boxes. Like it's comfy, it's slip on, it's like uh, low profile, lightweight, like more formal than uh, than the like other alternative made of different materials. Yeah, as much as that knifes me, I think Boston's might be... Maybe Hey Dudes are Bostons for people who don't care. Like, <laughs> Materially, they're all much better. And like aesthetically, they're much better. But I feel like they check the same boxes. No, there's definitely something about like comfort footwear where you can't get too high and mighty with it. You know, it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. like fundamentally, like we're all, you know, it's like, is it that? I, I think they look better than Hey Dudes. Yeah, but I, as do I. The irony Psychologically, though, they're similar. I think that anyone who wears Hey Dudes would like rather like walk bare through through broken glass than wear anything that we have on our list, <laughs> and vice versa. This is something we're gonna have to explore on a deeper level because yes, no, I think that is like I think that is absolutely <laughs> accurate. Like I think, <laughs> like I don't. I think both of them think the other one is into the ugliest shit they've ever seen in their entire <laughs> fucking lives, and I that's that's incredible. Yeah, the Mary Jane is the apotheosis of the Hey Dudes, but also the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, uh, like this Dr. Is, this Jekyll is, and Mr. Hyde here. This is a like thing I used to think about all the time where like, like the dudes who? who is which is what? <laughs> uh, I used to think about like the Walmart shoppers, like the, the the guys who are like assertive Walmart shoppers who could have like who could go other place. Like you could get the same deals at like Gap or, you know, like well, maybe like other places that are like a little bit more like, I guess, like aesthetics focused, but they're like, no, I wear Wranglers. <laughs> um, 
No, you know, it's like that's just like that's what they do. They're like, no, like mm-hmm. this is where you, you buy clothes at Walmart and you buy Wrangler when you buy the clothes. And they're not even mainline like, Wrangler. They're the <laughs> mm-hmm. diffusion line. Yeah, yeah. But like, but what's funny is, is it's like they are like, no, I'm anti-fashion. It's like you're more picky than any fashion motherfucker I've ever met <laughs> in my entire life. Like you will only wear the one thing. Like it's like it's crazy how like define your sense of like I don't agree with it, but your sense of personal style and taste is more locked in and like focused than I've ever seen anyone's for Uh the most part, but they would not consider themselves quote unquote, like into clothes or into fashion. And -hmm. the other side, I feel like we don't consider them at all. Like they'd be like, no, you guys aren't. It's like, I mean, no, it's like we wouldn't absolutely at all, but like we both have very strong opinions on the matter the same way. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, like the Hey dude crowd thinks the Mary Janes, or by the way, they probably think Birkenstocks are pretty fucking ugly. Like they probably think Boston's oh, yeah. are hideous, but they're like, no, these things are incredible. Well, I mean, they probably the the like the granola aspect of Birkenstocks is probably what drives them away. Um, I feel like I also. saw a Hey Dude ad recently. I don't know where it was. I think it was a TV ad though for Hey Dude wow. shoes. Wow. Yeah. Rare. Rare. Rare sighting. I saw a guy wearing Hey Dudes in Silver Lake. Uh, and Ironically? Was, no, no. He was like, <laughs> he like he was with like another husband and their wives were in this like kind of normal shop. And he was like, what the hell is this store? What's going on here? <laughs> Where am I? Hey Dude I? Man and Erewhon. <laughs> uh, it's like I do... I do feel like that if you don't want to speak to the manager, the Hey Dudes will do it for you. Mm-hmm. Like if you're wearing them, you know, it's like, like you could be having a good time and it's like, I'm sorry, sir, the, the shoes need to talk to your manager. <laughs> My shoes need to talk to you. <laughs> you're ready to give these a rating? Yeah. The da- just, yeah, dainty shoes in general. Let's do it. Albert, you want to hit us first? <sighs> sure. Um, I think it's it's hard because this is such an expansive category and there are some that I see merit in and others that I am not as interested in. Although even the ones that I don't personally like, I think I can respect somebody, you know, caring enough and being like adventurous enough to approach them. So I would give, give it in total six and a half. Yeah. Mm. With like, Skewing higher for the ones I like. Sorry. Go on. Yeah. I'm in a similar boat, like, across the entire range of them. Is like, the the Marnies, I, I can't justify to myself or probably get over. But, like, I love Araches. I think, like, later on in life, maybe once I've, like, witnessed a few more traumatizing events, I could wear the fisherman sandals. <laughs> um, and uh, mules... <sighs> I don't more know. Toilet like I've got Birkenstocks. Yeah, maybe, maybe a few more. <laughs> maybe if I was, it was actually there at the time. But uh, yeah, I, and I think like I, I like seeing the the range of what's possible get pushed out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say seven on these. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it, it's also mostly natural materials, so I got to give mm-hmm. it that. I kind of like when I was putting it together. I kind of looked at it like, like normally, like in a way, like Hey Dude or On or Birkenstock or even like Knit Polos to me or something like that. Like that's like almost like a band within a genre where Mm -hmm. this is kind of like an entire genre. Totally. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, I think even if I don't like like specific, I guess like in this analogy bands, specific mm-hmm. types of shoes within it like i do think i believe fundamentally in the overall genre of like dainty shoes like so it's like i'll give it an eight out of ten even if i just like don't like it. Like, like i'll never fucking mm-hmm. wear ancient mm-hmm. greek sandals like fuck those things i don't like i don't want those in my life um i have zero Birkenstocks raises your average up like at least two points oh for well, sure yeah no, it's like i think there's like all you really need is like three or four. Like, and like, I was like, that's where I like the band, like the music genre, like analogy kind of comes in where it's like, if you find like three or four, even four, like, you know, five, six bands that you like within a single genre, it's like, that's a very worthwhile thing in like Mm -hmm. my head, you know, to keep pursuing or like going back to. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I feel here, where it's like I don't need to like every single one for me to be like overall very in favor of, of uh, yeah, little lad footwear. Little so lad footwear. A hard eight. I think that's an episode. It is good work, I... Reed. Thank you, Reed, for for daintifying our space. And uh, thank you for tuning in this week. Just a reminder, everything you heard here is 100% tasteful and accurate. Uh, if you'd like more, subscribe to our Substack, stack. Um, or email us at neverwrongpod at gmail.com. That's never wrong with two R's and no W. Uh, or follow us on all socials at that same uh, never wrong spelling, never wrong pod spelling, just without the Gmail part. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Bye.